At least, if anything, it'll ruin Jason's life, and that makes me happy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Popular Science's Techathlon, tech news through games, trivia, and usually friendly competitions. I'm your host, Jason Letterman, and playing along with me today are Corinne, New Year, New Me Iosio. I'm so much better now. I was pretty good before, but this is great. Rob, keeping up those resolutions, Verger. I have exercised once. Way to go. Thank Proud you. you. And Amy, 2020 Schellenbaum. Actually, my vision is quite poor. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jason. You're very welcome. Amy is Popular Science's online director and a huge Techathlon fan. That's true. Um, I can't wait. I'm My hand is fully wrapped around the buzzer already. <laughs> Stan is at CES in Las Vegas right now. He'll be Skyping into the show a little bit later to give us an update and to play a game with us. But this is our panel for the day. Let's get started with the Techathlon Decathlon. Ten trivia questions to catch you up on the week's tech news. I'll ask our panel all about what's been happening in the tech world since our last episode. They'll buzz into answer and get points for each question they correctly answer. They'll also have the opportunity to steal any question that their fellow panelists answer incorrectly as long as it's not true or false or multiple choice. Whoever has the most points at the end of this game will win a fist bump from Editor-in-Chief Joe Brown. I have not run this by him, <laughs> so he's going to find out as soon as he listens to this episode. Let's get started. Question number one. Cell phone carrier T-Mobile is currently in the process of merging with competitor Sprint, but the company seems to have bigger plans. Internal documents that leaked last month revealed that T-Mobile made plans several years ago to buy out Sprint in order to gain scale and be acquired by what telecommunications and cable giant? Rob. Comcast. Comcast is correct. Oh, man. That was going to be my guess, but I, at the we, risk of being wrong and looking like a real dummy. The thing is, you don't lose any <laughs> There's points There's no negative wrong. points. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just negative. Just your pride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First thought, best thought. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone hates Comcast, but uh, not T-Mobile. Question number two. Over the holidays, Hulu announced that users could finally use voice commands to launch the app with what smart assistant? Corinne. Google Assistant. That is correct. The Google Home or Google Nest or Google Assistant. It's been more than two years since they added Alexa support. So this has been a long time coming. We have a couple of Googles in my apartment, and it's so frustrating to have to find the remote to launch Hulu. <laughs> so is the, is the dog always on it? Yes, he is usually lying on it. <laughs> I thought that was a metaphor, but it's no, you're no, literally I'm literally talking saying about my like dog. the freaking dog is on the remote again. <laughs> question number three is a true or false question. In December, Uber got some bad press after its algorithm told users that their real names, which they signed up for the platform with, violated the terms of service. Offending first and last names included Dick, Cox, Finger, as well as many non English names. True or false? Rob. Dang it. Uh, true. It's false. Aww. This did happen, but it was Lyft, not Uber. Oh. oh. That's a booby trap. Yeah. Lyft always seems like the nicer <laughs> one, but it still does Redacted. bad things, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, there were a lot of people just tweeting saying, like, like, my first name is Dick. What do you want me to do? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Question number four. Sony is known for producing consumer electronics like headphones, TVs, and, of course, the PlayStation. 
But at this year's Consumer Electronics Show, or CES, what product did they unveil to almost everyone's surprise? Amy. It's a car thing. It is a car thing. It is, in fact, a car. Great. Can we call it the drive man? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I saw people make that joke on Twitter, so that's... No, it's called the Vision S, and it's an electric sedan concept. So there's no... They did this literally like in the last 90 seconds of their press conference, so we don't know if they're planning on making this real, if they're like going to use it as a template to sell to other manufacturers. Like They were just like, oh, and by the way, we made a car we're Sony by. <laughs> <laughs> Concepts are so weird because it's really just some sort of rendering they've made that right. looks cool. Right. They're yeah. just like, what if this was a thing? Yeah, we might make it. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. How hard could it be? How hard can it be for Sony to make a car? We'll, we may never find out. <laughs> or the answer, if that is really, really hard. Yeah. <laughs> Question number five. One of the biggest headlines at CES thus far has been the Pop Power, a Qi-enabled wireless phone charger from the makers of what popular mobile accessory? Rob. Mophie? Mophie is incorrect. I'm just... I'm. What? Oh, what? Sorry. sorry. Go. No, no, no. I, I take back my buzz. Please clarify the question. <laughs> I'm just looking for the name of a product. It's not Corinne. Pop sockets. Pop sockets. Ooh. That's oh. it. Oh. So the catch is this will only work if your pop socket is right in the middle of the phone where your wireless charging components are. If it's like toward the top or toward the bottom, it may charge slower or may not charge at all. Yeah, this is a big problem with so many phone accessories. Like I've, I want very much to have like my subway card or my building ID on the back of my phone. But if I put those things there. It can block your wireless charger. Yep. Yeah. Um, and the pop power, I should say, sort of looks like a donut. Mm. It's a, it's a, it looks like a wireless charger, but with a hole in the middle. And that's where the pop socket fits. And so it charges around the pop socket that you might have there. Correct. Got it. Correct. They mm. were sick of people complaining that the pop socket was getting in the way of the wireless charger. So they put a hole for the pop socket. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I've had that problem when I've had a pop socket on my yeah. phone. So. so why, I guess, they tried different directions or different solutions where they would say, like, just put the socket lower? Yeah. I'm sure that they've tried all different things. And they're um, like, fine, we'll just fix it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just make our own thing. <laughs> I thought at first this question was about a pop socket that charges your phone wirelessly. No, but I do have a bonus question for a bonus point. Ooh. The pop power only works with standard pop sockets. If you want to wirelessly charge a phone with a metal pop socket or pop grip lips, which are pop sockets that contain lip balm. Ew. Ew. What is the company's official recommendation? Corinne. Take it off? Take it off. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell else could possibly work? It just made me laugh. I had to include it in this somehow. That's a big <laughs> you to everybody. Yeah. Well, that I don't was, know. Take it the <laughs> off. That was their recommendation, too, before this pop power. Yep. It's like, well, if it's blocking it, just take it off and put it back on. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Question number six. Which U.S. state enacted its own privacy law on January 1st, giving consumers the right to know what a website is doing with their data if it's visited by 50,000 or more residents? Corinne. First answer, same answer, always answer is just going to be California. California. Yep. Yep. It's called the California Consumer Privacy Act, or CCPA. Rolls right off the tongue. Oh, yes. The sort of weird thing about this law is... It, like right up until the very end, they were still figuring out how they want to enforce all of these regulations. And according to the state's own attorney general, enforcement really won't happen until July. 
But it's the first major privacy law on a statewide level, so it could set a precedent for other states. Um, As goes California. Correct. We're not talking about cars here, but as goes California. The attorney general said that enforcement won't happen until July, but companies should not think of the next six months as a grace period. Uh, okay. <laughs> like so, start doing it now, right? We'll like come after you in six months, but how about in the meantime, you just act right? Right, right. Just just be nice. Mm-hmm. Just do this thing we say to do. There are no consequences for not doing it, but just do it. <laughs> Question number seven: Which major airline announced at CES that it will add new features to its seatback entertainment system, such as a binge button, so that customers can watch multiple episodes of a show in a row instead of individually selecting them, as well as the ability to watch content in its app starting the moment that you check in? Rob. Is it Delta? It's Delta. Ah, yeah. They're also testing if they'll have the capability to pair Bluetooth headphones with their in-flight entertainment system, which is my dream. Right. But also sounds like an interference nightmare. I'm talking about interference with each other. Each other. Right. With a bunch of people all together. But I mean, it's not. Is it really an issue for how many people are using uh, wireless headphones anyway? Yeah. It just depends on the way to pair. I try to pair my phone with uh, Russ's headphones (laughs) the other day and he was like, Amy's Amy's phone (laughs) (laughs) wants in. <laughs> Apple in the last iOS update introduced the ability to share audio between multiple pairs of headphones, which is awesome that you don't have to, you know, like you and your friend can listen to a podcast streaming from one device. Yep. But on the subway now, when people are putting in their wireless headphones or if they're just putting in their AirPods, it'll ask me if I want to connect to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Like, yeah. I've been debating to it. Just be like, yes, share this podcast that I'm listening to. It's <laughs> no, great. No, and you've all heard a couple of you have heard this rant from me before, but I have seen couples on the subway sharing one pair of AirPods. Oh, yes, I've heard this rant before. It drives me insane. Somebody worked on that. Amy, don't tell Corinne that I do this all the time with my girlfriend. <laughs> I think not, it's cute when couples share her. headphones. You know, you see, like, especially the wired ones. You see them each yeah, in the earbud in one ear. It's very, like, I just hope they're not on listening the to, bus school. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. I just hope they're not listening to music or something that actually has two channels. Because probably are. I know. It's, it's wrong and bad, and it bothers me. Question number eight. OtterBox is one of the most well-known brands when it comes to phone protection, thanks to their gigantic cases that allegedly can survive a drop from multiple stories up. The company released a new glass screen protector at CES that has what unique feature? Rob. Does it block blue light? It does not block blue light. Corinne. Is it one of those privacy protection things where people who aren't looking right at your screen can't see it? It is not that. Okay. Amy, you want to take a guess? What are some features that are interesting that a screen could have? (laughs) That a screen that you put on your phone? I don't know. It has antimicrobial protection. Oh, that's smart. So you can bring it to the bathroom and not worry about pooping. Right. Great. (laughs) <laughs> poop on your phone. Poop, poop yeah, is, that's, that's the takeaway. Poop just is on your phone yeah. right now. It's everywhere. Poop is everywhere. It's true. Question. <laughs> don't try to avoid it. No. no. I mean, do try to avoid do it. Do try to avoid it's it. It's going to be there. And then according to spokespeople and press releases, this is the first ever EPA registered glass protector that has antimicrobial properties. So other oh. people are claiming it, but the Environmental Protection Agency says thumbs up. 
thumbs up. EPA says this thing ain't going to get poop on it. Yes. <laughs> what? I don't understand. How does it work? Yeah. I mean, the EPA does weird things. They were also the ones that released all the ghosts at the end of Ghostbusters. Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> I, I great, even, great point, Ryan. When, Thank you. When I first realized that the EPA were the bad guys in Ghostbusters, it destroyed me. <laughs> like, do you have a permit for this ghost catching machine? I'm releasing all these ghosts. <laughs> yeah, what does the screen do about ghosts? Yeah, yeah, like it, a beacon. It actually, it amplifies the oh, ghosts. Okay, yeah. It gets rid of bacteria, but then turns them into ghosts. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Question number nine. What speaker company is suing Google for allegedly infringing on its patents for smart speaker technology? Amy. Sonos. Sonos. Nice. Yeah, there was an op-ed on The Verge this week that said, Sonos is saying what we're all thinking, which is working with big tech sucks. (laughs) (laughs) It made me laugh. So Google obviously denies this, but uh, that doesn't take into account, and and again, I'm, I'm sort of paraphrasing from this Verge article, the fact that... Sonos sent them four different patent infringements over the last few years. And Sonos says that they actually infringe upon like 100 patents, but they really, they're only suing for a handful. Right. At a certain point, you've got to choose your battles. Right. Question number 10, the final question of the round. Sprint announced last week that it will be shutting down Virgin Mobile USA, which it owns and operates, and it will transfer all existing customers onto what Sprint subsidiary mobile carrier? Corinne. Boost? Boost Mobile. That's Whoa. it. Yeah. I didn't know Sprint owned either of them. I knew they owned Virgin, and I was just sitting here thinking, well, what's another one of these small carriers? Yeah, I, d- I didn't even know Virgin Mobile was still around in the U.S., and it's also gone away in Australia now, but uh, it's still there in the U.K., Richard Branson being like, this is my cell phone. Company. <laughs> I was going to do a British accent, but, but we're not allowed we're to do We're not allowed to do voices, so you just did a weird little dance. <laughs> Correct. That's, that's the British I got dance. A, I, got a, I got a Richard Branson vibe from that. Yeah. Yeah. So the final scores, Amy has two points, Rob has three points, but Corinne is the winner with five points. Woo-hoo. So Yeah, Corinne. <laughs> Corinne for the win. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was her elbows. <laughs> Are you so, okay? Yes, I win so rarely. I threw my arms up in victory and both of my elbows popped. Oh, that was deeply upsetting. ASMR. Don't this get old, guys. ASMR podcast. Don't get old, guys. Don't do it. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, Stan is going to join us from CES. Stick around. Welcome back. As we mentioned earlier, CES is going on right now, and Stan is actually there at the press room on the floor. Stan, how is CES going so far? Good, crowded, dry, loud. Are you staying hydrated? No. (laughs) I'm like a desiccated mummy walking around looking for tech news. So, Stan, speaking of going out onto the floor and looking for news. You wrote a game from CES just for this episode that Corinne, Amy, and Rob are going to play. So please tell us about it. Sure. So when I'm here, you have some downtime to stand in lines to wait for your terrible press launch or to see some sort of product or to put a filthy VR mask on your face that's already been on 300 faces today. You, You have some time to sort of think and 
uh, maybe hallucinate about products. Um, and also at the same time, there are companies here who are introducing things that are hard to believe exist. So I've put together a game in which each of you is going to hear me describe a product and you're going to have to tell me whether or not it is a real thing that you can see here at CES 2020 or if it is something that has come from my dehydration ruined brain. <laughs> <laughs> We have three of these each, uh, and if I don't pass out before I finish reading them, then it'll be a fun game. We'll have a winner at the end. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Rob's hand eagerly just went up. All right. <clears throat> Question number one. Samsung didn't throw a big press conference this year, but it did have a large role in the keynote. During that speech, the company announced a small AI-powered drone that could fly around behind you and watch your day-to-day -day activities with its computer vision camera. It's like a flying companion bot mixed with a digital assistant. Is that a real product, or did I make it up? I know Samsung released a drone or a, uh, a robot companion thing. I think it's called Rolly that actually rolls. So if the thing you're describing is a flying thing, I think it's fake. I think the real thing is a thing that rolls. That's true, Rob. Rob is correct in that one. Uh, wow. it is actually It is actually unfor unfortunately named Bally. B-A-L-L-I-E. Oh, I was going to say, there was a thing called a Rolly before. Sony made it. Yeah, uh, this is called Bali. It is kind of an interesting little product. I got a chance to see it. It does some things like it can tell like if you put watering your plants on your to-do list and it sees you watering plants, it'll check it off your to-do list. Um, so some of the tech is kind of cool, but also it's not a real product and it probably will never be a real product. It looks like this. BB-8 without the head on top. Yes. No adorable emotions. To BB yeah. Okay, question number two is to Amy. Putting on your makeup is out, and apparently at CES, printing on your makeup is in. Here at the show, there's a product that literally prints mineral-based cosmetics onto your skin blemishes and uses sensors to only apply the makeup where it's necessary. It's like photoshopping your face in real life. Is this a real product or a fake product? So I read that there is a product that can cover blemishes by 3D printing mineral-based makeup onto your face. If there is some detail in what you just said that is not actually true, then I don't know. But I'm going to say, yes, that is a real product. That is true. It's called Opti, O-P-T-E. And uh, you, it's like a marker. It's yeah. literally like a marker that you write on your face with. And it prints out the makeup onto your blemishes, which is it's pretty cool. It looks... Uh, it still looks like it's in early a little bit, but it, uh, it, I thought I was pretty impressed by it. What kind of is weird is the idea that it can detect blemishes because <laughs> it just seems kind of rude. What if I'm into, what it, like, you know, what if it's I a like freckle. the freckle? Yeah. yeah. Like some people don't want their freckles showing and some people are just like, what? I have freckles because yeah. I have skin. Right. I mean, presumably then you have to put it on the old fashioned way. Sure. I also don't think the old fashioned way is that hard, but, you know, what are you going to do? Or you could just put a Band-Aid on your face. <laughs> Amy has a Band-Aid on her face. <laughs> you could just fill a bucket full of makeup and then slam your head into it before you go out the door. I've also <laughs> tried that, yes. You'll look great. All right, Corinne, question number three. This is going moderate mm -hmm. so far. I feel like we're, we're doing medium. All right. <laughs> Cooking food in the office microwave is a good way to make your coworkers hate you for filling the workspace with a cloud of food stink. A new product at CES promises to use steam to reheat your lunch without the need for a microwave and without zapping the moisture out of your grub. So it's a lunchbox that carries your lunch and then uses steam power to heat it up. It's like stupid enough 
to be real, but I can't believe in my heart that it actually exists. So I'm going to say you made that up. No, this is actually true. It's from a Dutch oh company. My God. And it's called the heat box, not to be it's confused not with Dutch the hot oven. box. They didn't want to call it the hot box. <laughs> I don't think that's going to solve any of the smell problems. Like, I think steaming fish still smells like you're cooking fish. Does it have like a coal-powered steam engine in there? No, <laughs> I, I don't know. It uses steam. That's as much uh, information as I was willing to find out about it. I'm never going to use it. Just microwave it and bother everyone like you're s- supposed to. Most food you can just eat cold. Yeah, I am, I'm a firm believer in not heating leftovers. I'm losing. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, here we go. Rob, I think we're back to you. Yes. Services abound here at CES in addition to the gadgets, and personalization is king. One service promises to analyze your recent social media posts and determine your current mood and tastes. It then suggests recipes you can cook to match. So if you've been raging on Twitter lately, it might suggest something that's easy to prepare so you don't get mad, and also full of delicious fat and salt to ease your pain. Uh, That sounds like something that very well could exist or something that you may have made up. But either way, uh, I think it's real. I actually made this one up, at least in this specific instance. There are a lot of recipe suggestion uh, services here this time around, but a lot of them are based on, like, figuring out what you have in your fridge or, you know, uh, even what your health goals are. But so far, none of them are using your Twitter to decide what to feed you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to make one of those things real now. All right, Amy. Everybody loves carpool karaoke, right? I do not, actually. Um, But now carpool karaoke is a real product. Uh, It's a mobile karaoke machine that plugs into your car's cigarette lighter. It then pulls the vocals out of your streaming music as much as it can so you can sing along. It's a built-in microphone so you can record your performances and then share them later. Is this a real product or did I make it up? Sounds real to me. I don't know. I'm going to say it's real. It is real. It's called the Roxy Mobile Karaoke, and it costs $150. What do you think about that, Jason, as our karaoke expert in the house? As, as a two-time <laughs> trophy-winning karaoke champion, it sounds very distracting to me, to be honest, because it only works in your car, which, like, it's fine to sing along to the music, but you have to physically pass along a microphone. And if I'm driving, I don't want to be holding a microphone. I just want to sing and annoy all of my passengers. Is that this sounds... something you're, we expect the drivers to participate I mean, probably, in? I thought it was like a... No, but but just <laughs> if I'm in a car and we're singing karaoke, <laughs> I want to sing karaoke. Totally. <laughs> it sounds aka awkward. Oh, boy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> aka, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. LED anti-aging for the skin on your face has been growing in popularity, but the masks you have to wear look rather scary. Now, one cosmetic startup is offering customers versions of the infrared masks that are 3D printed to look like your actual face. The effect is still a little unnerving, but it's better than the featureless Hannibal Lecter horrors of the old versions. Is this a real product or not? I sincerely hope it is fake. Yeah, it is fake. No one is printing out your face just yet. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense for that to exist. And that would not be less creepy. No, I think that's more creepy. (laughs) Like, I'm going to turn myself into an uncanny valley of myself. When I wrote this, I was actually thinking about how it would be cool if one of the companies made one that, like, looked like skin. Like, didn't look like your face necessarily, but, like, looked and felt like skin. 
because that would be even more creepy. They should just lean into the creepiness of it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, question number seven. This goes to Rob. Sex-related gadgets found themselves at the center of a controversy last year at CES. A, quote, blended orgasm device for women won an award only to have it revoked after complaints. After the scandal, the show somewhat reluctantly agreed to allow sex-related devices back at the show this year as long as they don't resemble human parts and follow some other rules. One company, however, took the opportunity to make a game platform that allows users to use their sexual organs as controllers. I did not do this demo. (laughs) Is it a real product or not? Everything you said about the sex toy controversy is true, but I'm going to guess that you're making up the... The weird product thing that is in, in addition to that, that 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 allows you to use your sex parts, I think, as you put it, as controllers. That is not a real product. And I put this question on here because people were getting when, when they said they were going to allow them. There were some critics who said that stuff like this was going to show up at the show and make it feel really odd and weird. And in reality, these are health devices and everything that's here in this arena is actually really cool and well thought out. So. I uh, wanted to just make fun of the people who did a lot of hand-waving last year about this controversy. And question number eight is for Amy, who is doing very excellent at the game already. If you need a wine fridge, you may also like weird bells and whistles on your gadgets. One company has a new dedicated fridge for your wine that allows you to knock twice on the door, at which point the door becomes semi-clear and you can visit your wine collection without opening the door and letting in warm air. Is this real or is it fake? I didn't read anything about this, but I would assume it's real because it would change the temperature of the fridge to open it up. But I don't know why you would want to visit your wine collection, but I don't really know why you would want a wine fridge anyway. I'm going to say it is real. It is real. This is actually a technology that LG uh, offers. You can get it on your regular it's, fridge too. So if you want to visit the stuff inside your regular fridge, is that their term? Uh, you can do it visit. I was going to say, I like <laughs> to visit your food fridge. and wine. Hello, celery. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I just I have a very I, I need to clarify something. Everybody else has seen wine fridges that just have glass fronts, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm just making sure that I wasn't hallucinating an entire product category. Right. And what's well, wrong with that glass? Exactly. Walgreens at Union Square, all of them, all of them have a, it's like a screen instead, and the screen has like the bo- the pictures of the bottles on it, and I'm like, like the Coke bottles and stuff. Yeah, huh. and then if it's if they're out of Coke, which they were, it's like a faded, grayed out Coke bottle, and I because just, again, looking through the glass was so confusing. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know unless it helps why. the company with their stock, like unless, in terms of like managing managing their stock. Right. But I can imagine right. maybe there's like a there's a wine person reason about light exposure and your wine right. like you I want it to be is. dark in there. Yeah. Okay, fine, but still, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, wine is dumb and no one yes. should. I'm going to get Smart. one of these that only holds Arnold Palmer iced tea. All right. Teas. Well, Amy's going to win no matter what, but I would like my last question. There are lots of different ways to defend against porch pirates, which is when people steal your packages off of your porch when you're not home. Uh, One company specifically now makes a smart box that you can attach or bolt to your porch or just set on your porch if you really want to, and then remotely open it or close it uh, when you get home. So it makes it slightly harder for thieves to come and steal your stuff. Is this a real product or is this a fake product? I don't know if you saw it there, but I have definitely seen these things before. So I believe that it is real. 
Yeah, this is um, Yale's new product. It actually says deliveries on it in huge letters, That's which seems like a really it's bad very idea. very safe. Subtle. Steal what's in here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is something we've... We're, a lot of the smart lock companies this year have been showing off some kind of cool technology. Um, and I think this is a good one. I think they should be a little more discreet about it, however. Um, but I think this one is pretty good. So, Corinne, you get your last one right, even if you could not win the yes, game. Yes, because... Amy reigns. Yeah. Congratulations, Amy. Yeah. Snaps for Amy. Way to go, Amy. Your prize is a UV mask that looks just like your face. <laughs> Incredible. 3D printed to look like She's your wearing face. one right now. <laughs> I believe you said it was an LED mask, right? Not a UV mask. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's like a scary mask. I just need to know the details of this fake thing. <laughs> <laughs> that I am definitely going to get. Stan, thank you so much for taking the time to Skype in with us from CES. We know you're super busy. Panel, thank you for playing along, and thank you for listening at home. We'll catch you next week for another edition of Popular Science's Techathlon. Techathlon is a popular science podcast. We're available on all major podcast platforms, so subscribe wherever you're listening now. And if you like what you hear, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It will help other people to find the show. You can buy our merch, including t-shirts, tote bags, and mugs at popsci.threadless.com. The show is produced by the entire PopSci tech team and me, Jason Letterman. Our theme music is by Billy Cadden. If you have questions, suggestions, or opinions to share, tweet us at Show. Thanks for listening.